Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What were you guys arguing about? She was walking around the house filming me constantly. Why though? What caught, like, so, that's hostile She's and usually me I have that dementia. Uh, that you have what? You're a, a dementia. Uh, you're an old tag. You're a drowned out prune. Um, your sons are dead because of you. Daddy hated you all his life. This is the plaintiff, Loretta Murphy. She says the defendant is her daughter, and she and her boyfriend owe her money. Refuse to pay, and she has no other choice but to sue them in court today because she wants her dough. The defendants are thieves who stole her mail. She has a restraining order against them, and she's here in the name of justice suing them for the $1,315 she's owed. These are the defendants, Mark and Stephanie. Mark says the plaintiff's crazy. She took the shower head from the bathroom so they couldn't wash. She took the microwave out of the kitchen so they couldn't cook, and she cut the power to their bedroom. She got them kicked out of the house. She kept all their belongings and then threw them out onto the street. And if anyone's owed money today, it isn't the plaintiff. They're accused of not getting along with mommy. The defendants bought a countersuit for $2,591 for their ruined belongings. All parties, please get your hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Ms. Murphy, you are suing your daughter, Stephanie, and her boyfriend, Mark, for $1,315, correct? Yes, ma'am. All right, why is that? What happened? Uh, my daughter was having a baby. I suggested she lived, came, moved in with me for free with the baby and everything. I didn't mind, but then she moved Mark in, and Mark, I'm suing him over the rent because he stopped paying me rent. Okay. So when did your daughter move in with you? April 1st, and so did Mark. Okay, and did you, you had the baby? Yes, well, I had the baby March 28th, and when we came home from the hospital, we stayed at my mother's. All right, now, um, is this your first child? Uh, yes. Okay. No, it's her fourth. My it daughter's fourth baby. Her other three got adopted out. Okay. Um, and this ain't his child either. Is somebody else's child. Uh, I'm sorry, is it your kid? No, it is not. Okay. All right, so they move in to your home, and what goes wrong? What uh, was the agreement, first of all? He was supposed to pay me $400, then from that it went to 300 then uh, they stopped paying me totally. Was it by the week or by the month? Week. Okay, how much was it? So 70, they were supposed to pay you? Who was supposed to pay? Mark, just, only just Mark. $100 a week, and yes. then it went down to $75 yes. a week. 
All right. Then he put in an air conditioner, and I wanted to, I told him, you can have the air conditioner. Give me another $100 a month, and everything stopped. Okay, so he was paid up until when? He paid me. Until well, the AC problem? Um, I think a little bit before that. He, he, he paid me, like, for two months, and then he paid me. How would you keep records of who paid who, of him paying you? Because I have it written down in my calendar, a little uh, hand pamphlet calendar. I keep track of everything. Okay. And how would you um, prove that you paid the rent? Uh, we have two receipts. Right. Out of a lot time. of weeks. So what were you doing the rest of the time? Just handing over cash and not getting a receipt? Correct. I didn't yeah. think. That never, cash doesn't leave this hand without a receipt coming into this hand. Okay. All you got to do is write it on a piece of paper with a pencil. It's not complicated. You know, you grab the nearest roll of toilet paper and the nearest crayon, and you write down what it is that you need to document so that you have proof. According to her, you owe $75 in April. The first week. Is that accurate? No. I okay. paid her. According to her, you owe $225 in June. Is that accurate? No, it is not. I paid her every week in June. Okay. How are you going to prove that you paid her, though? because something caused the problems. And usually what causes the problems is non-payment of rent. So well, how are you gonna prove that you paid her? I mean, I have a receipt from the last week of June when she had started this claim. Okay, let me see that. While she's looking for that, you say that when uh, he brought in an AC, when was that, what month? Um, it all started uh, June 25th, and my right. granddaughter's outside because I picked her up from Long Island and brought her here. Okay. And we, we were staying out of the house because we were arguing at that point in time. What were you guys arguing about? She was walking around the house filming me constantly. Why, though? What like, that's hostile. She was and telling usually me I have that dementia. Ha um, that you have what? You're a, a dementian. Uh, you're an old tag. You're a drowned-out prune. Um, your sons are dead because of you. Daddy hated you all his life. And she's filming me this on a camera, which they have the videos of everything. Uh -huh. And that's how I got her out on harassment charges by the, her saying okay, these things what do you me. suppose would cause your daughter to, what, what happened before that, that she started Because filming? she thought rent included shampoo, toilet paper, food. She thought it was the run of the house. No, I'm renting you a room and stay in it. There's the front door and there's your room. That's what I So were you her. guys arguing about the common areas? Um, she, I just, like, like... What the, was the problem? Um, the original start of the argument was while she was out, I did a small load of baby clothes in the washing machine, and she came home, threw my clothes out of the washing machine, the baby's clothes, threw them outside all over my backyard, and claimed I owed her $25 for doing the load of laundry. And that is what the original argument start stemmed from. Where did it go from there? Um, we were not speaking. Um, I had eventually went outside and picked up the baby clothes, um, but we had not spoken. And from that point forward, our infant bathtub went missing. Uh, we later then found out that you have a statement from the woman that she showed up at a woman's house a couple days later with the infant bathtub and asked her to hide it there. Do you have that statement? Let me see the original statement.
So the statement's by an Anita Mulligan. Yes. I am Mark's former landlord. Stephanie introduced me to her mother, Loretta, with the intent of us becoming friends after Mark and Stephanie discovered Eliana's infant bathtub missing. A few days later, she showed up with it to my house and asked me to hide it there. I didn't feel safe keeping it there and had it removed. True. True? Why would you steal the infant's So bathtub? much of my stuff was missing. I said, do you want to know something? They're trying to get me removed from my own house. And with the baby. How were they trying to get you removed from your own house? She wanted me to hit her by saying all these things with the camera in my face, the rottenest things. They planted a stick by me. What do you mean they planted a stick they by They put you? a stick there because she came at me like a, like an animal with her. Va I have a witness outside, my granddaughter, about the baby clothes. That's all a lie. How my old is granddaughter your granddaughter? Was How old 11, is your granddaughter? 11. She let's, was let's there see. that night, June let's see if we Let's see if we have to get to that. Just, okay. just. So how long were you living there while things were this bad? When did they become bad? What month? July. No. The first month of June. It, it had to be before July because you guys left when? Um, the restraining order was put on me August 1st. Oh, okay. All right. So now... When it got bad, what was the reason that it got so bad? The house, we had repeatedly called the cops because she kept turning off the electricity to our room. We were running two fans. Why were you turning off the electricity? They were paying me no rent. Who were they to turn an air conditioner now on me? <laughs> At that time, we were still paying rent. That was <laughs> Go on. And basically, we had called the cops, and every time the cops had come, it's... 86, 8, 90, 90 degrees in the house. And for a five-month-old, it's... She was two months at the time. For a two-month-old... Why didn't you guys leave? I mean, it's better to live in a homeless we, shelter we than had... to live under these conditions. You've got some video that you were you were walking around t taping your yes. mother. What was the point of the videos? I was told by our police department to videotape every encounter I had with her because she was extremely unpredictable, and they never knew when she would make something up. Now, this is one of your videos. Camera, you're going to jail! He just destroyed his air conditioner. There it is on the floor. What happened? She took it upon herself to go out the front door, to go out to the window where the air conditioner was, lifted up the window, and pulled the air conditioner out from the back. Did that happen? Yes, ma'am. And the officer also told me that Mr. Mark would be paying my electric bill, and I laughed at him. And I said, how is he paying my electric okay, bill? But, okay, but, okay, so you grabbed... Rent? your tenant's AC and hurled it on the lawn? I didn't hurl it. I went out and bought a new one that day and I have a letter stating it. Question, did she go out and buy you another air conditioner? She did, but okay. then she then took it back. After Within September 48 4th. hours. What is this a video of? That this is us coming home from Six Flags for the no, day. No, from court. From court. And this is how Loretta had left the house. No, it's not how I left the house. And you don't honey. think she needs psychiatric help? I go back to my house. I ask my granddaughter Who? if my house looks like that. I was sending the video to her best friend Sharon's daughter in Las Vegas, who is a psychologist who believes I am a problem to my mother's life. When my mother called the state child protection agency on me 10 times a day, with false allegations so bad that my caseworker tried to press charges against her, horrific things to get my child taken away from me with hopes I would have a mental breakdown and kill myself due to the past circumstances of me surrendering okay. my rights. Everybody here needs therapy. Thank you. I'm in therapy, Thank you. and okay. I have been for a long no, time. No, no, I'm talking about you too. 
please. Okay. I actually have a letter from my therapist to tell you what I've stated in therapy over four uh, years I, of I, my mother's I, mental how health. On earth, how on earth did this get this bad? I tried to help my daughter. I love my daughter. Okay. Do you? Yes, I do very much. But you see, this she was pregnant. The guy who bought the mattress was is the other baby daddy of the other three kids who she's suing me for. She didn't even know who the father was. So I'm trying to help her out. You sound like you really love her. Yeah, because I yeah, I, I learned sure. a very valuable lesson, sure. and I thought I'd be okay. So according to you, he owes you April, June, July, and August, uh, plus an additional hundred for the AC. And then she owes you $200 for a shark vacuum. Tell me about that. My vacuum cleaner was $180 that was never used. Okay. She was How did she destroy your vacuum cleaner? She must have thrown it or something. The whole head that you pushed came off. It was totally destroyed. I had pictures. Your Honor, it. in the video and that you um, played you know, with the, the stuff on the floor, the crumbs and the, the cans, those are the two vacuums she's claiming I destroyed that are on the floor. In, the, in that video. She cut Broken the holes to the other vacuum. She didn't destroy the other vacuum. Do you have any proof that she did that? I don't have the proof. What is this a video of? My mother trying to hit me in the head with the stick. Oh, I like a What are you gonna do to my head, Ma? And then she went, call, Ma, call the cops. Let me tell you something. You know what this video tells me? It tells me that your, your mother has problems. But you know what else it tells me? It tells me you have problems. Because if you know that she is set off like that when you're standing there videotaping her and you're living in her house and there's a rent issue, it also tells me that you're pressing some buttons that you know exist. And that's really unhealthy. Absolutely. I agree and it's an unhealthy environment for your daughter because now it's not just you having fun and games with your mother anymore. He's involved. Your daughter's involved. Anywhere. The street was a better place than this. Now, you have a counterclaim against her for $2,591. For yes. what? All my property and all my child's property that was in that room that after she had put the restraining order You had a court me. order that said that you had until September 4th to get your stuff. Why didn't you get your stuff I within the I never received a court order of it saying I had until September 4th to get my stuff. That it court never order was issued in which case? The eviction or in the, in the restraining order? Restraining order. So why didn't you just I take, have a copy of my restraining order right here. Show me not. what says until September 4th. On my restraining order, it says I had 15 minutes to be escorted to get my belongings. No date and no extra amount of time. She got out way before Mark. Just a minute. What this document says is 15 minutes with a police escort to retrieve belongings. Defendant waives his right to same if not done by 9-4. So this is just 15 minutes. How are they going to get everything out of the apartment, out of the house? You well, know that in 15 the minutes, you can't get... The waiting. He wait, gave them a little bit longer. But she came back other times anyway with uh, a police officer. She came back with him. They just about emptied out my house. Okay, why, even why is it that you... That is typically how it's done. If you can't get everything out in that one shot, then you just arrange with the police to go back in and get your stuff. Why didn't you do that? After the first time, they told us we had a request from the court. So why didn't you? You can't just leave your stuff in a place that you can't be. You have to make the arrangements. 
Your Honor. You apparently kept two of the things that are their concern, which is the crib and... I got the crib. You have the crib and, and what else? I have the mattress. I have the baby toys. But I would like to... What is it doing right now? We're I took it apart. I put it in my attic. Oh. When she saw We're going to make arrangements she for that. Everything. Stop talking. Stop talking. We are going to make arrangements okay. with Officer McIntosh for you guys to have a third party. I don't want you anywhere near her place. Okay? Yep. Is there a third party that, could, that you can arrange for so that you can get the crib for your baby? Well, here's what I'm going to do. You, you can't figure your way out of stuff, and that's on you. I'm going to give you time to try to figure that out. I'm going to give you two weeks. But if after two weeks you can't swing it to have a third party go over there, because you know I'm not going to put you guys in contact again, all right, then that's on you. My problem now let me stop talking and let me tell you something. Had you had any hopes to have a grandchild that you would be able to see? I was hoping, but after the other three, and this one, now she keeps this one from me. So you want to know something? Thank God I have the one out there for my deceased son. Oh, so you're good. I'm good. Yeah. I don't want them. All right. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So um, is it wrong if, if, if a mother and daughter don't get along at all? Is it wrong that the mother will not have a relationship with the granddaughter because she doesn't like her daughter? How old's the mother? Uh, old enough. Uh... I would say, you know, do the right thing. I know, do the right thing. But ultimately, you got to make a choice. If, you, if, if the mother and daughter really dislike each other, should the mother still try and have a relationship with the grandkid? I mean, not everyone's meant to be a parent. So I think that maybe she's just not meant to be a parent. I think that she should try to establish a relationship with her granddaughter because that's really important and the granddaughter wants to grow up having memories of their grandparent and it's really essential to a person's life. It's kind of sad, huh? It is. Yeah. Going inside the courtroom. Did you file an eviction? Yes, I May did. May I see the eviction paperwork? Um. <laughs> okay, there's nothing mentioned about April in this complaint. That's why I wanted to see it. So you're saying in June, he didn't pay for the weeks of four, of 11, and of 18. That's what you're saying, correct? Right. And then in July, he didn't pay for those four weeks. Right. And then in August, you've Nothing. got him not paying for four weeks. That's interesting, because you, you you got him removed in the beginning of August. That, and all their junk was there, and I couldn't rent out the room. OK. I have pictures, too, of baby items. She Do you have, you know what out. I want? I want proof of payment. That's what I want, guys. It's such a simple task. I know. I understand. July 3rd, you got a receipt. Rent would have been due July 1st was a Monday. What day did, was rent due? It was normally due on Tuesdays. So let's the say second. Tuesday the 2nd. So you paid for the week of July 2nd. Now we've got the week of July 9th. Where's your receipt? I know you know how to get receipts now. Where's your receipt? On July 8th is the date, the video of her ripping the air conditioner out. Did you pay July 9th? No, I did not. Okay, well then that, there goes, oh, we don't know anything, we paid everything. Did you pay July 16th? No. Did you pay July 23rd? No. Did you pay July 30th? No. Well, then we know you owe those weeks, don't we? Yes. Oh, how come that didn't come out before I figured that out? Why don't you guys explain that one? Well, um, I'm ordering you to pay her... $300 in rent for the month of July. And I'm also ordering you to pay the June rent for the $225.
that's 525, not a 1300 and whatever. For the shark vacuum, you have no proof. Right. On your counterclaim against her, I am ordering you, I'm not ordering you, I am giving you two weeks, I'm gonna give you more than that. I'm gonna give you a month, okay, to figure out a situation where you can send a third party over there to get your baby's things, okay? okay? Well, in this war between a mother and a daughter, the mother is gonna get uh, a little over $500 back. What happens now? You, the judge is going to give you time to get your stuff out of her house. You can find somebody. Yeah, right? with a third party. So where are you living now? We have our, a very nice place of our own in uh, Seaside Heights. You're, so you're okay now? Yes. And the baby's okay? Yes. Because mm-hmm. the judge said even being out on the street would have been better than being with your mother. Yeah, but we're okay now. We're doing good. And Much I guess this is, this is the end of it between yes. you and your mom, right? Absolutely. Okay, good enough. All right. I'm sorry to hear this. Tough situation. Yeah. It is what it is. Yep. Okay. You must sign some documents. All right, Ms. Murphy. You're not going to get what you're seeking, but 500 bucks, a little over 500. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. And what about your relationship with your daughter? Her men are more important than her mother. She just met this guy in January, and she throws her mother to the curb. The last, the baby daddy, when she met him, she threw me to the curb, too. And then we made up. But then she picks this one up from the side of the road, and he's more important than me. Let it be. I can't take it anymore. It's over. It's over. I could care less. Obviously. (laughs) Pretty obvious. Harvey? I, I got to say, it really is sad, Doug. And one of them should be the bigger person and say, look, let the grandmother have a relationship with the granddaughter because otherwise it's just going to be a terrible family situation. That'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Darby McCloskey. He says he's an architect, and he was hired by the defendant to design a gate and wall for his property. He did the drawings, submitted them to the defendant, and the louse just stopped communicating with him. Well, he's outraged. He refuses to be ignored, and he's suing the defendant today for the $3,876.80 he's owed for all his work. This is the defendant, Stephen Kenneth Landers. He says he hired the plaintiff to design a simple wall for his property. But the guy kept trying to upsell him by providing drawings with all of these elaborate things. He wanted him to add on a carport, lighting, and some landscaping, and kept telling him, just a simple wall, please. Well, he's not going to pay the plaintiff extra for this wasted work. He paid him in full already, and this case is closed. He's accused of stiffing an architect. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case of the dog. The plaintiff's an architect who uh, was hired by the defendant, says the defendant stiffed him, but the defendant says the guy was trying to gouge him, pressure him to do add-ons. It's the case of blueprint for disaster. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, in. Darby McCloskey. 
Here. You're suing uh, your client, Stephen Kenneth Landers, for $3,876.80 that you say he owes you in architecture fees. How did you uh, first get employed by him? Uh, I have a Craigslist ad that's all over South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Where are you located? I'm located on a little island called St. Simons Island uh, in Georgia, just north of Jacksonville, probably 70 miles or so. Okay, so you find him on an ad in Craigslist? That's correct. And you wanted to have what constructed? I needed a wall out in front of my property. I'm having a lot of robberies. So all my neighbors have walls. I figured that would stem the robberies. Okay, like a wall and a gate That's that correct. would open to That's allow correct. you in? All right, so is there anything in writing a contract between you two about the scope of the work? Um, there has been a several emails discussing the fee as far as an hourly. My business is set up hourly. I don't think there's any dispute that it's $60 an hour, right? No, no dispute. No dispute about that. Right. But what about you know, the scope of the work, like I want X and, um, you know, and that's all I want. Cause that's his defense around here. So is there any, is there anything saying I'm going to, I'm going to do drawings for X and you're going to pay me Y? Is there anything that finally got there, there, uh, as, as an architect and somewhat of an artist, it's always open-ended. Uh, no, it's not. I hire you to do something. I want, all I'm asking is what's the something. That's it. Um, you know, yeah, it's open-ended. Apparently, you hired him at $60 an hour. I've done that. I've done that. I've hired somebody at, coincidentally, $60 an hour. And I, I find it dangerous as can be because, number one, the work doesn't get done swiftly, okay? Because that guy's got to eat. And number two, it, all of a sudden, I'm like, what? You know, I have no idea what I put into a project. There are people that work that way, and that's that, and that, and you know it. Attorneys work that way, and then you have, you know, you have so little control. Sometimes people who do that say to the other side, "We need to cap it at X." So I have. My, did you do that or no? I told them I didn't want to break the bank doing it. I oh, told, oh, you know. and so that should be enough. Well, what does a break the bank mean? He doesn't care. He goes to your house. Apparently, he sees your Ferrari because I saw some chatter back and forth on the text about that. So, you know, what you think break the bank means and what he thinks break the bank means is two different things. So the answer to my question is no, you did not put a cap on him. So he works and he does a bunch of things. One of the things that he does is he creates some drawings for things that are well beyond a gate. For example, you created drawings that were for what? Um, how, how the house could be in an in, in incorporation of the gate and the fence and could have a nice drive, it could have a portico, it could have an additional garage. Um, did he ask you for any of that though? Well, it's part of, it's did part of- Did he ask of, you for any, I have simple questions. Did he ask you for any of that? Uh, did he specifically ask? No. Now what part of his bill do you think is overage? Uh, if you look at his bill, mm -hmm. That he sent me, there's 40 hours of draftsman expenses, $1,400. I don't think I should be responsible for that because that's just him surfing the internet, <laughs> looking for gates and parts and stuff I didn't ask him for. Well, I, but, but let me ask you this. When you say I shouldn't be responsible for his time surfing the internet, in your agreement with him, did you specify that you wouldn't pay for time of, mm -hmm. for him surfing the internet? I because when they, that's the problem when you tell mm -hmm. somebody I'll pay you $60 an hour. Go at it. 
Okay. Have at it and let me know what I owe you. Right. Okay. You know? I didn't ask him to find those parts. I didn't want him to find those parts. I had those parts all lined up already. Do you have, let me make sure I'm looking at the same bill you are. What, um... <sighs> According to you, you spent 75 hours working on this? Yes, very, very much, 75 hours. You ended up just ghosting. You just stopped returning the guy's texts and emails and everything else, and you just, when did you decide, I'm not gonna talk to this guy anymore? When he started harassing me at work daily. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. Does this, does this defendant have to pay for the additional work that wasn't really specifically asked for? I don't think he should have to pay for it because he didn't specifically ask for it and um, he went above and beyond, which is nice, but he, he may not have wanted that. Fair enough. What do you say? Um, no, he he, um, he obviously didn't, um, he was never told to do it. He, he shouldn't, he shouldn't charge her for it. Okay, am I wrong here? Does he look like Jimmy Fallon? Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> am I wrong? Have you heard that? I've gotten that before. Uh, you see, I was right there going inside the courtroom. See, your conduct of just ghosting indicates to me kind of a bad faith when it comes to paying what you owe. Because if you felt that you, you know, we need to work this out and then all of a sudden you ghost, then you're hoping it's in your best interest and that it'll just go away. And so tell me, um, you say, well, that's not what I wanted. That's not going to get you out of paying something. You agreed um, to pay the guy $60 yes, an hour. I if you do. think you're walking out of here without paying another penny, you're out of your mind. I'm more than because happy. Because that's the contract you entered into. I didn't enter into that contract. You entered into it. Okay. So when you say you're more than willing to, what? I'd be more than happy to pay him his architectural fees. I don't think I should pay the draftsman fees. What was included in the, hello? What was included in the 40 hours of draftsman's fees that you charge? Uh, there's, there's a list of 60, uh, I mean, uh, 13 sheets in which the draftsman puts together. Um, the, the architectural part of designing is not always the actual work to create the paperwork. So the draftsman, typically in an architectural office, creates the stuff that is on the easel. And I control the design of it and then interject as needed. You interject with yourself? No, I have a draftsman. Okay. Except for that you served as a draftsman, didn't you? Because yes, you said, I don't quite yeah. I don't always bill the owner sixty dollars an hour because uh, you know I can just pick a figure out of the sky, can't I? Well Well it's kinda of what you guys did. Why am I breaking my back? Real seriously. I agree. I'm with you. It's, it's exactly what you guys did. <laughs> I don't know, you figure it out. I don't know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I've got a draftsman now, but I argued with myself because I was a draftsman on this one. I know that because I read the emails. So uh, now how do you justify the $660 for driving costs from Georgia to Florida? To file for the court case, which is why we're all here. Money. I'm, I'm not going to make him pay for you filing a lawsuit against him. That's the entire 660 yeah, I had to go back twice. It's okay. travel. It's yeah, don't do business in Florida. That's not, tra that's not the same as travel to get his job done. I'm not going to order him to pay that. What's the lost wages? To travel. You mean to come to the people's court? Yeah, absolutely. He I could be working on a whole other project right now. Could you? Yeah, I got plenty of them. <laughs> I'm not going to order him to pay that. 
Um, what we're left with is me trying to figure out a fair discount for the things that you claim were not what you wanted. Because I do have a sense that what happened here is basically you decided to just, eh, forget this. And there's a cost for that, because you had a guy working. He was working diligently, and he did a bunch of work for you at this ridiculous agreement that you had, which was completely open-ended. If you knew that all you wanted was a gate, then why have it at $60 an hour? We should know what it's going to cost beforehand. <coughs> I am going to discount the amount for stuff that you and I both feel maybe oh, was bloated by $1,000, and I'm going to order you to pay him. An You've already paid him $1,000. I'm going to order you pay to pay him an additional $1,776.80 for his efforts. We're done. Good luck, gentlemen. Well, Mr. Landers, you said you had paid in full and you weren't going to pay any more, but the judge says that's not right. You're going to have to give him another $1,700 here. That's oh, well, you win some, you lose some. So where is it right now at this one? Do you have the, the, the wall? Oh, no, no, no. I'm Nothing's still, been done. I'm still in the planning stage. Still in the planning stage. I wasn't really happy with the drawings he gave me. You weren't? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> you start again from scratch, right? Yeah. Another architect, and, and good luck. We will see. Okay, good luck to you. Well, Thank you very much. Sir. Sorry. Okay, good luck. That way. Oh, yeah. Door is that way. <laughs> Mr. McCloskey? Yes. Well, you were asking for $3,800, an additional $3,800, you're going to get $1,700. that going to help cover the... Uh, yeah, the yeah, quite a bit. No, something's better than nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think you, you, know, you could be more careful maybe in your contracts and make sure people understand what you're asking for in the future. I only work as an hourly employee. Yes. Okay, very good. Well, thank you very much, sir. Okay, you, you must sign a few documents on your way. And Harvey, what do you think? Doug, look, you never, make this short and sweet, never get money for just coming to court, even if you had to lose out uh, on a job. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Francis Peters. He says he was waiting at a stop sign and the defendant made a right turn and clipped the front of his car and the defendant refused to go through the insurance. He had his car repaired, paid for the bill, and now the lousy defendant's trying to duck him. That's just not right because he hit him. He's suing for $418.67, the cost of fixing his car. This is the defendant, Joseph. He says the plaintiff was the one who hit the front fender of his car. But the damage was so minimal, he didn't think much of it. The plaintiff had an older, banged-up car to begin with. So he suggested a place he knew with good prices where he could get his car looking good again. Next thing he knows, plaintiff wants him to pay for it. And now he's trying to blame the accident on him. Some people. He's accused of tapping a guy. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff was in a stop sign when the defendant clipped his car and won't pay. But the defendant says the plaintiff hit him, so go pound sand. It's the case of clip and dip. Okay, Mr. Peters, you got into an accident with Mr. Joseph, right? Yes, Joseph. Um, how did the accident happen? Um, I was at a stop sign. I was not moving at all. Mr. Joseph, he came out of the corner. He turned, he turned left, and then he hit his front and uh, my front, so it's my front left side, the driver's side, and I guess he would have got his side also. We both got out of the car. Okay, come on over here and show me with the cars how it happened. So, my, 
banged up vehicle over here. Okay. And this is his nice vehicle over here. Um, I'm at the stop sign, before the stop sign, as the videos that I have will show. Is that a two-lane road, 158, or? Yeah, it's a two-lane, but it's very narrow. And is it both going in the same direction? Because otherwise you put him in the wrong place. Oh, you're right. Okay. Well, I don't know, I didn't see where he was until he hit, because how he turned, it seemed like he was on this side. Well, because he, he turned and hit me on this side. Okay. Just keep in mind also, this car is parked here, so it's very narrow. Mm -hmm. Right, so I was stopped right here, and he just came and hit me, and I, we came out the car while the cars were still. All right, uh, you mentioned your car was beat up. What kind of car do you drive? A Corolla. What uh, year? Uh, 2012. Okay, and, and what is he driving? Uh, some type of Mercedes, it was a newer, newer car. Okay, go ahead and go back. How did the accident happen? Just like he said, the, um, on the corner, there was a van parked, so he couldn't see me and I couldn't see him. So usually when I turn the corner, when it's like that, I look behind the cars to see if I see lights coming. So obviously he was past the car that was there. So when I turned, the block was now, it was caught on both sides of the streets and he was in the middle. So when I turned in, like he said, our lights tapped each other and we got out. Right, but was he at the stop sign? He was at the corner when I turned. I, was, he was he there. moving or was he stopped? We came together, so I didn't see him. He okay, didn't see but does the me. accident happen where he says it happened? Exactly. Oh, okay. So uh, what happened here, though? Do you tell him where to go to get his car fixed? Yes, I Do you tell him that you'll pay for it? I told him that I know someone that could fix it at a and cheaper price. And do you tell price. him that you'll pay for I'll it? I'll help him out because I felt bad. I don't Why know. did you feel bad? I don't know. I'm just a nice guy. So I Is felt, that it, or, did, or yeah. the accident felt like it was your fault? No, it was a truly, a really okay. accident to where all right, so then when you call him to get the money, you take it to the place he tells you to take it. Yeah. And they charge you a very reasonable fee, mm -hmm. which was $418.67, yeah. right? For parts and labor. Yeah. And then you pay it, and then you call him and you say, here's the bill, you gotta pay me back. Yeah. What does he say? The defendant said at the scene, it's his fault. Is that a confession? What do you say? I say it's absolutely a confession if he claimed that he was going to pay for it, he should be held accountable. Even if he changes his mind now, is it a confession if he admitted it at the scene he was at fault? No, it's not a confession. Not a confession? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. He says um, that, oh, it's the holiday time. And, you know, to be honest, it's, uh, it's kind of tough for me right now. And, you know, we kind of hit each other. So would you, would you mind splitting it? And off of principle, I was like, well, like I said, I, I wasn't moving. You hit me. That's why you agreed to, to pay it in the first place, because you know you hit me. And so, like, there was none of this conversation on the night that it happened. So then after the fact, now that you want to split, pay half, I, you know, it's holidays for me, too. So, oh, is it? I know, thought it was only his holiday. You know, it was holidays All right, what's this too. a video of? So this, this is, is you showing the area? Of, of the area, yeah. So and that's the corner that he would have came out of. And as you can see, see how small the block is? And the, yes, and you see how narrow right it is. I'm not saying that it was... He, he was in the middle. See in the and why would he be in the middle? And I have video of the night that it happened. I recorded it so you could see. That's why I took this video. So you can see on the night where my car was with that um, manhole. Because there's no- in the, Ah, vis-a-vis -vis the manhole. Yeah, because in the original video that happened that night, the only picture that I have is of like the manhole. I didn't take a picture of the street. Okay. I showed the damage. so hold on. Come on, man. Do you want to pay for this? 
Who's that talking? Somebody came, like, it was just it was some random guy was there, and I guess he was a mechanic, it. and he said I could fix it. You know, like, it's just, <laughs> he, was, he just so happened That's to be That's the guy there. who ended up in the video? Yeah. He's, now, he saw why is this happen. so short? What did you, did you video by accident, or were you trying no, to video? I was trying to show the damage. Like, at the time, I didn't know it was going to be this, this the whole thing. There's a car in relation to, you see what the man is saying? He's showing me. His red car in relation to the manhole cover, which shows that he's not in the middle. It's your fault. $418.67 verdict for the plaintiff. Good job. Thank you very much. Well, the evidence convinced the judge that you were wrong. <laughs> what do you think? I think, you know, judge made a decision, but as you clearly see, the block was so narrow. No yeah, it car, was tough. No <laughs> car could have actually, she talking about the manhole cover, no car could have passed this guy the way he was parked. Wow. So, and I couldn't see from the side, so. Yeah, yeah. You're a good guy, but the judge says you're guilty. guilty. <laughs> Sorry right. about that. Right. Have a good <laughs> Very good. Okay, Mr. Peters, smart move to bring the camera. Yes. You know, yeah. saved you. Well, you know, anytime anything like this happens, I didn't know like it was going to be like this. I wish I was kind of worried that I didn't have like enough evidence and like I said, I, that's why today I had to make the rest of those recordings to show where the relation was. So I'm happy that I did that today. Yeah, good, good move on mm -hmm. your part. Congratulations. Thank you very you much. You can get your paid for. Thank All you. Right? The whole thing, $418. Thank you so much. And some pennies. Harvey? Doug, if somebody says, look, I'll pay at the scene, it could absolutely be taken as an admission of guilt. If, on the other hand, it is part of a settlement negotiation after the fact, then it cannot be used because the law encourages settlements.